Hello listeners, would you consider buying me a cup of coffee? I hope you would. Through the link Buy Me a Coffee, which I've added recently to my show notes, you can support homeschooling matters and you can also support my blog Chronicles of an Outnumbered Mom on WordPress. You can do so by simply buying me a cup of coffee for $5 or several cups of coffee for up to $25. Your support can be a one-time support or it can be monthly. You choose. Whatever you do, I'll appreciate it and I'll be grateful. I hope to continue bringing you content that's invaluable as I've been told that this content is that will keep you motivated and encouraged on this journey called homeschooling as well as your parenting journey. So if you'd consider buying me a cup of coffee, just click on the link below and follow the instructions. Thanks again. Hello everyone and welcome once again to another episode of Homeschooling Matters, where we talk about matters pertaining to homeschooling, as well as the value of homeschooling. My name is Nikki Rodriguez and I am your host. Now, I don't know what happened last week, Friday, guys. That was the 9th of October. There was no episode uploaded, even though we worked very feverishly to make sure we had uploaded one. We actually got in just at 11.59 a.m., um, which is the first time we've ever done that. We usually would have our episodes uploaded by the Wednesday or Thursday night latest. But we've been having some internet issues and the computer was glitching as well. So I think the combination of the two issues just really didn't lend itself to us having an episode. So I do sincerely ap- ap- um, apologize to you guys for that so yeah yeah I, I don't know what happened last week Friday but here we are again at another episode of homeschooling matters um, where we talk about matters pertaining to homeschooling as well as the value of homeschooling and because we're homeschooling parents because we spend so much more time with our children and the average parent who works outside of the home we will be discussing some parenting matters as well all right so again my humblest apologies for last week I don't know what happened this week, um, in light of the fact that just Saturday gone, which was October 10th, World Mental Health Day, I invited a friend of mine who happens to be, she's more like a little sister to me and a good, good friend. And I invited her to come and speak with us about mental health. You know, in light of all that's been happening with COVID, people have been grappling with this new normal. They have been not doing too well in many cases, but the virtual learning and so forth. And so I didn't want us to be left undone, whether you are actually homeschooling or you are schooling at home. Everyone needs support at times, right? We can't do this alone. Um, I have been doing it for quite some time alone. I'm telling you, it's not easy. So that's why I do what I do so I can help as many people as I can because I know how difficult it is to do this, especially with the number of children that we have. I thank God for his presence. I thank God for the support of my husband, really and truly, without it. And of course, the friends that can assist whenever their schedules facilitate. All right, so I am going to be speaking with Mrs. Racine Thomas. She's a psychotherapist. All right, um, let me just share a little bit with you about her, and we will get right into it. Racine McKenzie is the founder and clinical psychotherapist at Upward Counseling and Psychological Services. She has worked in the mental health field for several years, both in residential and outpatient treatment facilities, serving diverse populations, including those with autism, eating disorders, mood disorders, trauma, and psychosis. She has also worked with persons across the lifespan within the context of individual, couples, family, and group therapy. 
Mrs. McKenzie holds a bachelor's degree in psychology with highest honors from Suffolk University in Boston and a master's in clinical psychology from the PGSP Stanford Psy-D Consortium, a joint program between Stanford University School of Medicine and Palo Alto University in California. She has additional experience in psychological research, psychoeducational assessment, and co-lecturing at both the undergraduate and graduate level. Like, wow. Okay, guys. <laughs> wow. So I'm going to bring on the line with me now, Mrs. Racine McKenzie. So Mrs. McKenzie, welcome to Homeschooling Matters. It's such a pleasure to have you here with us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Right. We just listened to, I just shared your bio with everyone and my jaw was on the floor because of all of the qualifications and so many things you have done. I also told our listening audience that I've known you for a long time and you're more like a little sister to me. Good friend, yes, but more like a little sister to me. So. Aww. <laughs> I feel the same about you, Nikki. Listen, and I'm so, so super proud of you. So, Aww, thank you. You're welcome. So, you know, last Saturday, the world celebrated mental, World Mental Health Day. And yes. for those of us who don't know, just let us know, what is, what is mental health? Well, mental health is really a spectrum from mental wellness to mental unwellness. Mm -hmm. It encompasses our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. Mm -hmm. A common misperception is that mental health issues only pertain to those who have psychopathological issues like major depression, anxiety, trauma, psychosis, or like addiction issues. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, mental health or mental wellness which is what we're often talking about when we refer to mental health, is something that is and should be, in my opinion, important to all of us. Because when we are mentally well, our quality of life significantly increases. Right. And the reason why I found it necessary to bring you into the equation, to bring you onto the podcast this week, was because, of course, we just, I didn't even realize it was World Mental Health Day 1. But because a particular company locally had just contracted me to speak to parents on the topic of schooling at home um, and giving them some pointers, that's a, a six-week um, program that I'll be doing, where I'll be sharing right. with these parents, you know, little key pointers and tips that I, that they can implement to help the whole transition to this whole new normal to be a little bit more seamless. Right. And so, because a lot of people, it's not, it's not easy. It's not mm -hmm. easy for many of them. It's difficult. Remember with homeschooling parents, we would have chosen this path, but a lot of these parents are not, this is not what they chose. It was just Absolutely. kind of thrust into, the, into their hands and mm -hmm. they're now trying to grapple with being there to supervise their children's education. Um, they've always been, I'm sure a lot of them would have been interested in their children's educational accomplishments and so forth. But this is this is different. They literally, right. some of them have to sit with them and stuff. So I know it has not been easy. And so that's why I said, you know what, this will be a good time to bring you on. And I'm so happy you had the time to squeeze us in. Of course. <laughs> so how important is it that we are in optimal health, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally? I mean, it's absolutely crucial. You know, as a psychologist in Trinidad and Tobago, it's really disappointing to see that as a nation, we don't take our mental and emotional wellness more seriously. Yeah. Mental health and wellness is often left out of the discussion when we talk about health. Mm -hmm. But the condition of our mental health has the ability to make or break it us. Affects, and it that's also right. affects the mm -hmm. state of our physical health as well. Correct. For example, persons who are dealing with chronic stress, which is stress experienced over a prolonged period are more likely to suffer from physical health problems um, like high blood pressure, long-term strokes, and other cardiovascular problems. Mm -hmm. And even short-term mental health issues can 
also lead to physiological problems like sleep disturbance, mm -hmm. low energy, headaches, nausea, and muscle tension, and that's just naming a few. Wow. As I said, how well you are mentally can truly make or break you. The more mentally well or mentally fit you are, the better able you are to deal with life's many challenges as they come your way. Yeah. You know, you call almost everything that I've been dealing with, lack of sleep, headaches from time to time, and muscle tension. Wow. Making me wonder mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, what's going on. <laughs> okay, but the thing is, in our country, you know, we not easy as Trinidadians. Once somebody of talks course. about mental health, they're thinking you need to go to St. Anne's, which is the mm -hmm. madhouse, so to speak, you know. And so we don't pay it enough attention. And people don't even want to admit that they may need some help in this particular True. regard, you know? Mm -hmm. um, all right. So as stay-at-home moms or homeschooling moms, in fact, I, am, I do both. Most homeschooling moms will be stay-at-home moms. Mm -hmm. um, and even the moms who are working from home right now, who are schooling at home, etc., it's very easy. I mean, mothers on the whole, it's very easy for us to be constantly on the go. I think even women in general, we right. are constantly on the go continuously multitasking how dangerous is that hmm. so first of all being constantly on the go is eventually going to lead to burnout if nothing is done to mitigate the stress associated with just always being on the go and in psychology there is a term associated with the burnout that comes with constantly being on the go or having to constantly spend your time energy care and efforts among multiple responsibilities people and commitments and i'm sure you know about that Nikki. oh tell me about it i wrote and the book that term, <laughs> and that term i am referring to is called compassion fatigue mm. and compassion fatigue is the mental emotional and physical exhaustion you experience when you're constantly pouring of yourself pouring of yourself into your work especially for those in professions like teaching and healthcare. Mm. pouring of yourself into your relationships your children and other commitments and not taking the time necessary to refill your cup so one day you wake up and it feels like a tank is just on empty yes. or a path empty, you know? And you have no more compassion, love, or care to give because you, you just feel so tired and drained. Yeah. And, and this is certainly something that has been on the rise during the pandemic, especially for parents of younger kids who need a lot of attention and supervision in schooling at home or right. homeschooling. Yeah. So... With constantly being on the go, I would say it's dangerous in the sense that you run the risk of compassion, fatigue, burnout. Mm -hmm. With the constant multitasking, I mean, anytime you get into the habit of constantly having to split your attention between tasks, activities, and kids, for example, you run the risk of your brain being rewired in a way that you start finding yourself becoming easily distracted or forgetting stuff easily or losing track of tasks and experiencing higher levels of stress. Also, frequent multitasking actually leads you to being less productive and efficient because yeah. you're not giving anything, any one thing, 100% of your yeah. attention. Mm -hmm. And this is all backed by psychological research. So yes, I would say that both the frequent multitasking and the constant being on the go can have negative outcomes if you don't do anything to mitigate it. Wow. And you know, at one point in time, I was such a proud person of the fact, proud of the fact that I was able to multitask but a couple 
couple of years ago, I got the memo that it's not actually something to be proud about. Correct. <laughs> it's not something to be proud about, you know. And Correct. you're right because, I mean, I'm constantly splitting myself like, a, like an atom, um, doing a million things at the same time during the course of the day. I tend to work with lists, so I am usually able to accomplish everything on my list. But mm-hmm. what you just said there about rewiring the brain, I think it's grace that has kept me thus far because... Um, I am able to complete most of the things I set out to do in a particular day. Like today, I was just what you said there, fatigued. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was right. compassionate. What what is the term you used? Compassion fatigue. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't think it was that. But I was just really, really, really tired, and so I had to take some rest. And I mm-hmm. had a lot of things that I had in my on my mental um, list to accomplish, mm-hmm. and I didn't get much of them done. Many of them done at all. Um, right. But I am full of energy, so to speak, now. And so just before I, I, I called you, I was doing a gazillion things and organizing and cleaning and what have you, um, doing wow. hair, um, washing and, and, sh- and conditioning the girls' hair, getting them ready for bed, cleaning the Girl, living room, the dining room. I don't know how you room. do it, you know. <laughs> and then I decided, wow. okay, let me just start hemming up these cushions for Bree's, um, actually it's going to be my business now because she's so involved in her natural hair care line that she's mm-hmm. hardly paying me any mind. So we had this idea to do this <laughs> throw pillows things. I said, okay, well, let me just hem those up. She's going to probably paint them for me, but I will do the mm-hmm. hemming of it. And, and I just said, okay, well, let me just get, but I was able to get everything done. Um, and I still have more to do and I have the energy to do it. But today, I think I could identify with what you were saying. I just crashed. Right. There was something that was needed, uh, a key ingredient to, to make, we making, Matthew was making pizza. And the key ingredient, of course, is, is cheese. And I knew that there was no cheese when he said, it. I said, well, okay. And I just couldn't pick myself up to go and get the cheese. Mm-hmm. I just... So tired. Yeah, because you know? when you're that tired, your body is like, "Hey, what's going on? No, 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 no more of that. Yeah. Time to yeah. Ch- time Stop. to just crash." Yeah. <laughs> Stop. And I, I ended up going. I was looking at a, a documentary that I tend to like to look at from time to time called American Greed. And mm-hmm. I, I don't even know when the show ended up looking at me. I was no longer looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? All right. Mm-hmm. So obviously, based on what you're telling us here, Racine, breaks mm-hmm. are absolutely necessary. Right. Mm-hmm. And I actually did a podcast with my very good friend, um, Mrs. Francis, Bernadette Francis, and we talked about the need for me time. But when you have a household this large, in my case and in other families' cases, I know for sure, or you have children that are so young, they are totally dependent on you. It's mm-hmm. oftentimes very difficult to carve out moments during the day, even though I know it is necessary. But it's difficult sometimes. Sometimes I know I used to feel a little guilty at times because I'm thinking, okay, I should be playing with them or doing something. But I really am, and one will really be better off as a mom or as a dad when they take the time to refill their tanks because you can't pour from an an empty cup, right? Mm -hmm. So breaks are obviously necessary. That was my next question. (laughs) Breaks are obviously necessary. And important that we take them, if we can't take them at least during the day, at some point in time. I know for a fact one of my friends, after lunch, they would have um, quiet time. We used to have Mm -hmm. something called library time. No television, Mm -hmm. just sit down on the the sofa or on the bed with books. Everybody's just reading what they want to read and everybody's quiet. A lot of times Mm -hmm. I used to fall asleep then there too because, uh, you know, you're just so burnt out. And you kids, yeah, you tell them to get up and you realize either some of them fell asleep with you or they snuck off the bed or the sectional and they went (laughs) into their own spaces, Uh Mm -hmm. you know. All right. So what kind of break then, since we know it's necessary, but what mm-hmm. kind of break or little timeout look like when you have multiple children or very young dependents in need of you? Hmm. I would say 
taking a break doesn't have to be anything lengthy and it doesn't have to be spent doing anything luxurious, but as we agreed, it should absolutely be taken. So whether it means that you're taking 10-minute breaks in little chunks here and there during your day to go for a stroller on the backyard or sneak in a snack in your bedroom with the door locked so you know you can really see but it's not going to be smell it. It's like they smell it. They hear the, they hear the slightest <laughs> wrinkle. Like oh sense. my yes. goodness. <laughs> yes, but taking that downtime for yourself during the day to do something to help you de-stress mm-hmm. is important. Sometimes it could even just mean removing yourself temporarily from the space that you've come to associate with stress. For example, some parents are schooling at home or homeschooling in their living rooms mm-hmm. and that space has come to represent like a high energy, anxiety yes. provoking or very busy space mm-hmm. and it does associated with stress. So simply taking time to detach from the living room and occupy a completely different space can be distressing. Okay. I also encourage persons who only have small chunks during the day to take to take those breaks to practice mindful activities like doing some deep breathing techniques. Mm-hmm. When you find that your mind is racing or you're feeling a lot of anxious energy in your body, taking like 10 slow deep belly breaths in and out helps to slow your mind and your heart rate and can get you back to a more calm place. Also, carving out time, however, you can to take some hours for yourself every day or every week, if possible, is also important. And for those of you, you know, schooling at home or homeschooling, you are so busy pouring out for everyone else in your home that you can often put your needs second, third, tenth even, Mm -hmm. you know? But remember, if you are neglecting yourself for the sake of taking care of others constantly, as you said, your cup will empty and you won't be able to give 100% of yourself to anyone. So if you want to be your best for others, you have to be your best for yourself first. And don't obligate yourself to do things now for now Mm -hmm. where there is no need to do so. You know, if that thing could wait for later and you could just take that little break during the day, you know, just to do something mindless or take a 10 minutes just rocking back, you know, while the kiddo plays with a toy on the ground. Use that time to do nothing, to just detach your mind so you have some time to slow things down and come back to that piece of balance. Mm-hmm. That 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 task that you know you you wanted to do and you're, you're waiting for some downtime, you know, to do that task. It might be able to wait until later. Yeah. Don't obligate yourself to doing things now for now because that also will increase your stress levels. Yeah. I actually did that today <coughs> when <laughs> I after after discovering that listen, the podcast for last week for some strange reason didn't upload. And mm-hmm. I was going to try to see if I could record it yeah, since yesterday. And then I said, okay, I'll try and see if I could record it today. And then I said, no, I have to record one with you this afternoon. And I have to do the recordings, the video recordings for the company. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, that's too much. One week wouldn't kill anybody. It would give them some time to catch up on previous episodes they may have missed. And I already have this recording set for this evening. So then, great. You know, let it, let it just be that. And I just kind of wrote it off and said, you know what? Another time. Because mm-hmm. it, it reminds me of when I was flying and the the speech that we would often give to the passengers put on your mask before assisting exactly. those in your care would you believe i use that same line in therapy with my clients really clients who are constantly splitting their responsibilities between everything and are at that point of compassion to mm-hmm. take i give that same line to yeah. them you have to take care of you first yeah i remember one of my children i think 
it might have been Brianna. She said, she said, Mommy, we need you, you know. You go and take it easy. Go take a rest, you know. And my mm -hmm. husband would say that from time to time as well. So it's very, very true. Uh, yeah. One of the reasons for me, I can tell you, I could admit that part of the reason I know for a fact that I'm keeping myself so busy, because, I mean, homeschooling is what we're accustomed to. It's not the mm -hmm. same now because we don't have the freedom to pick up and go and do things in a different way, take the kids mm -hmm. out, go to the park, picnic, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So we are here. But we are thankful that we have, it's our own home, our own property, and we have a backyard space so the kids could get, you know, space to run mm -hmm. around and get rid of that pent-up energy. Right. But um, for me, I know that this is not what's really stressing me out. I think, mm -hmm. not I think, I know for me, I am keeping this busy because I'm still processing mommy's passing. Oh, and yeah, right. that, that's, that's, this is helping to deflect. So I don't have to focus on it for too much. I know eventually I run out of household projects and DIY building projects to do. I know that for mm -hmm. a fact. But this is helping me, keeping this busy. And yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when I slow down, sometimes if I have to interact with my sister, her profile picture is her and mommy. And I had to even yeah. remove my profile picture because I had mom up on both Facebook and WhatsApp. I couldn't, mm -hmm. I couldn't wrap my mind around the reality. I and hear you. Yeah, it, it's, it's and I mean, the distractions are always, you know, good temporarily. Temporarily, to to yeah. To keep certain problems at bay so you can deal with other things. But, you know, eventually... Eventually, I know I have to confront point, it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, have of to course, you know, I'm here for you. Yes, honey. You thank you. need my support. Thank you, honey. I really appreciate it. Of so course. let's talk about single parents. We already talked about parents, you know, homeschooling moms, schooling at home moms or dads. Um... I did an episode a couple weeks ago where I spoke to a single parent that I know that is homeschooling and she is an entrepreneur. She takes her son with her wherever she has to go to do whatever she has to do. Hmm. Um, and it's very difficult. She has no external support, right? But oh, she gosh. was, yeah, she's a part of my, I mentor her. She's a mm -hmm. part of my homeschool group. And so I found that she had things in such a good place that I wanted to let other people know that, like, listen, if Natalie can do this, you know, mm -hmm. with her situation, given her dynamic, you guys can do it too. Um, right. And so, but I know it's not easy for them. Mm -hmm. So whether these single parents are homeschooling or schooling at home, you know, they have no support. In light of COVID, some of them have even more responsibilities. They're mm -hmm. trying to work from home or maybe even working outside of the home. What mm -hmm. can we suggest for them? Because I know it's, it's really hard. Yeah, I mean, firstly, in response to this question, I'd like to say to those parents that you are my superhero. Yeah, boy, I will MVPs, say it again. MVPs. You are my superhero, like for real, for real. Doing yeah. all that you are doing on your own or with a lack of social support is by no means easy. And I know that some of you may feel like you're not doing enough or because it's only you that you might be falling short in some way. Mm -hmm. But I'm certain that you're doing it absolute best yeah. with the resources that are available to you and nobody can ask more from you That's than your right. best you know so keep doing your best and keep pushing forward you are truly parents to be admired yeah. you know and in terms of what I would suggest to parents like this I mean make sure that you are finding ways to take breaks during the day you know if you have the means to afford help at home I would say use that option there is no shame in it mm -hmm. it takes a village to raise a, raise kids even if you just have one kid some kids can be a handful mm -hmm. you know so if you can afford the support you know absolutely you don't have to go it alone um, if you have any social support whatsoever lean on that 
to give you a break when you need it. If social support is lacking and your kids are with you 24-7, like with your friend, you know, make sure to take space from those settings that you've come to associate with stress. I would say that's one of the big ones. You know, and sometimes that just means leaving your home space because sometimes the entire home space yeah. comes to yeah. be associated with stress, you know, and take that time away to go for a walk with the kids or go for a long drive somewhere or mm-hmm. park your, your car somewhere with a nice view yeah. while you and your kids listen to music in the car. Of course, during COVID, we have less options, True. but again, it's not impossible. You just have to be creative but take that time to refill your cup because you're lifting a very heavy load that's right and you know i mean the, i have to say the good thing about what natalie is doing as opposed to what some of these single parents that i know that are schooling at home is doing is that natalie is homeschooling and so she has a lot more flexibility and freedom so if for example i know for a fact she and her son they work better in the evening so they could mm-hmm. sleep in in the morning and not be as right. stressed to get up and start. But the parents who are single parents and having to be accountable to the school and to their child to get them in front of the virtual learning space, the virtual learning classroom or platform, whatever they're using, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, and you know, and then some of them may not be able to afford the help. I actually did one of my first segments after the introduction for the company that I'm speaking um, about, who, that whose platform I'm using to speak on at homeschooling mm-hmm. solutions, one of the first thing I said to them was to manage their expectations, you know, cry out for help. If you need some help, let your, well, people who have a spouse, let your spouse mm-hmm. know what you expect from them. Absolutely. Let your children, let your children know what is expected from them. And if they mm-hmm. don't meet these expectations, what will the consequences be? And exactly. if you need help, you know, reach out for help in the case Absolutely. of single parents as well. I mean, if you are a single parent, your bosses, I mean, I think at this time more than any other time, people should mm-hmm. be a little bit more empathetic. Um, exactly. If not sympathetic. And so if you are uh, working from home as a single parent and you still have to supervise the children's education and, oh gosh, I think this is a, a wonderful yes. time for humanity to really step up and be humane. And, I agree with yeah. you 100%. You know, I think it's really important for parents like this during this time to advocate for themselves and assert their needs, especially with their supervisors and their bosses at yeah. work, you know. You're facing a really difficult reality mm-hmm. and, and, and the education of the children is extremely important. That's right. So I, I think that there is a little more flexibility now. Yeah. I think that, you know, bosses have the room to have that empathy yeah. for their staff and be a little more understanding and yeah. flexible around letting parents, you know, work from home or whatever the case may be. Right, and, and I don't want that supervision for the kids. Yeah, and I don't want parents to think, okay, this is a wonderful excuse to, to, to take advantage. What mm-hmm. I had told them in the um in this in the session was that make sure that they can see where you are compromising as well, where you decide, okay, I will wake up earlier and start my day earlier because right. I need to you know, have three hours with my son or my daughter in their virtual learning classroom. And then I will go back to work, let's say from one or from 12 until five or whatever, but you give them make a happy, a happy compromise between both of you where both parties will benefit. It has to be mutually beneficial. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Um, so you're in this space, um, Racine, and you're dealing with, as you said, a wide diaspora of people. You're dealing with parents, you're dealing with people with autism, you're dealing with um, people with mood swings and different things, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the challenges that people are facing in light of this ca- pandemic, if you can share any of them with us? Obviously without um, compromising anybody's pri- yes. privacy. 
Yes. So generally speaking, I would say more people are certainly having a problem establishing a healthy work-life balance because mm-hmm. home and work have become the same space for yeah. many and making that distinction has become more difficult. Of course, there are more people who are isolated from friends and, and, and family due to the social restrictions, which has led to feelings of loneliness, sadness, and even depression. And many have lost their jobs or have had to take pay cuts, which has led to a lot of anxiety and uncertainty about what the future would hold, especially if you've lost your job and you don't know when you're going to get another one. You know, it has also put many people in desperate situations where they've had to do desperate things to make money to provide for themselves or their families, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. You know, and stresses associated with COVID have also put stress, more stress on romantic relationships and marriages. So I've been seeing a lot more domestic violence cases popping up as people are in closer quarters for a longer period of time, you know. But overall, I would say depression, for sure, anxiety, relationship problems, and even substance abuse issues because people are drinking and smoking more to try to cope with these stresses that they're experiencing because a lot of stresses are on the rise during this time. Wow, wow. So tell us what services you provide, Racine, and let's see if our listeners who may need some help can get in contact with you. We have a lot of listeners in France. I have Mm -hmm. listeners in the U.S., Canada, the U.K., up the islands, of course. Of course, Mm -hmm. locally in Trinidad and Tobago, um, Mm -hmm. as far as Slovakia, New Zealand. Do you offer any? Yeah, do you offer any virtual sessions one-on-one? Just tell us, what are the services you provide, and how can our listeners get in contact with you should they need your service? Sure. So at my private practice, which is Upward Counseling and Psychological Services, I provide individual, couples, family, and group counseling, both online and in person. And I do... Yep, and I deal with an array of different problems, so from minor to major stressors and other clinical issues like depression, anxiety, trauma, really any mental health issues that persons present with, I deal with. You know, I also do workshops for anything related to mental health on request, and I do mental health blogging to raise awareness about mental health issues via my website and social media. So persons can reach me at my work line at one 287 Seven nine five six. I'm available. I'm available by a call, text, or WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. I'm also available by email at upwardtt at gmail dot com, and my website is upward u p w a r d t t dot com. Mm-hmm. And all my private practice social media can be found through my website. Okay, great. So we will put the links to all of these pages and places and so forth. Contact information will be in the show notes, guys, so you can look out for it there. And feel free to give her a call, text, um, message. She's really good at what she does. As I said, I'm a proud big sister of hers um, and really, really happy to you know, let the world know that this is what she does. Yeah, I'm surprised. I have listeners in Slovakia and Pakistan as well, Germany and That's Russia. So cool. Yeah, and I thought, as I said to people before, when I was doing this podcast, I mean, I know it's on the web and people can find it once they search, but I really mm-hmm. did think that I was doing it for my fellow citizens in Trinidad and Tobago. But mm-hmm. here comes France, and for a long time, the listenership in France was three times the listenership in Trinidad and Tobago. And oh, until, wow. I, until I opened my mouth recently, and I said, listen, guys, this was supposed to be initially for you. Then I have seen, <laughs> I've seen now where the listenership has grown in Trinidad, and so France is just beating us back two to one. 
Well, I think that just really speaks to the importance of the work that you're doing and the information that you're sharing with everyone. You know, I'm so incredibly proud of you, Nikki. Keep doing your thing. You're doing thank, amazing. Thank you, sweetheart. And so are you. Um, so guys, reach out to Mrs. Racine McKenzie, UpwardTT.com. I will put all the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for giving us of your time. I know you had a very long day today. And so I really appreciate you coming and sharing with us and, you know, especially on the importance of mental health and mental health awareness, because we may have people in our spaces that may be suffering silently, yeah? Yeah. and we should be able to be in a position to help them out. I understand that in California alone, the rate of suicide had jumped exponentially because wow. of loneliness and mm-hmm. depression and stuff that people were dealing with at this particular time. So guys, yeah. nobody's going to stigmatize you because you're seeking help for your mental health. It is mm-hmm. important. All right, and we need to address it. Address it on a personal level and address it professionally if it needs to be done. She Agreed. gave us some awesome tips and advice here today, guys. So implement them. And if you still need help beyond that, as I said, the links will be in the in the show notes and you can definitely reach out to here. All right. Yes. So thanks again so much, Racy, and God bless you. We'll chat. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. And there you have it, guys, uh, the end of this episode. So keep tuning in every Friday at noon for more Homeschooling Matters, where we talk about matters pertaining to homeschooling as well as the value of homeschooling. Take care. God bless you. Bye-bye.